Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, the 24th of March, and it's Flatmates Day. And a big happy birthday to Alan Sugar, Alison Hannigan, Nick Lowe, and Grayson Perry. Wednesday saw Chancellor Rishi Sunak present his spring statement, which effectively became a mini-budget, as inflation and the soaring energy and fuel prices driven by the war in Ukraine caused real pressure on households across the UK. For only the second time in 20 years, fuel duty will be cut. Not by one, not even by two, but by five pence per litre. He says that it's effectively a £5 billion tax cut over the next year, and he was also promising the basic rate of income tax will be cut by a penny, but not until 2024. He also announced that he's doubling the household support fund for the most vulnerable families, but he didn't abandon the April national insurance tax rise, instead raising the threshold at which workers start to pay it. He also had a firm warning that things are not getting any better anytime soon, with inflation expected to peak at 8.7% by the end of the year. And we should be prepared for the economy and public finances to worsen potentially significantly. And the cost of borrowing is continuing to rise. The reaction to Rishi's mini-spring budget wasn't exactly enthusiastic, with Shadow Chancellor Rachel Rees pointing out that under the Conservatives, over £11 billion of public money was lost to fraud during the Covid pandemic PPE buying spree. As a result of this jaw-dropping incompetence, the Conservatives have been funding crime instead of fighting it. And now the Chancellor has the audacity to come to British taxpayers asking them to pay more to fill his black hole. And consumer champion Martin Lewis, who's been campaigning for more dramatic action to help families, wasn't impressed either. We are still standing on a personal finance precipice in the UK. Uh, The Chancellor is now the only person who can pull us back from that. And I don't think what we saw today is enough to do it. There were more casualties on Wednesday in Ukraine as a journalist, Oksana Belina, was killed and two more people wounded by Russian shelling in Kyiv. Shocking footage of the wreckage of the port city of Mariupol also emerged, with 100,000 people still trapped and unable to leave, with a further 150,000 people trapped in the city of Cherniv. Russia bombed a bridge there which left no supply line to the city and residents are now being forced to ration water. There was some progress as Ukrainian troops have pushed back Russian invaders around Kyiv and the US says there are some signs of Russia assuming defensive positions. Ukrainian President Zelensky issued a new video in English to mark one month of war and he called for people across the world to support the Ukrainian cause. Come from your offices, your homes, your schools and universities. Come in the name of peace to support Ukraine, to support freedom, to support life. NATO leaders meet on Thursday and are expected to approve increases in troops for Eastern Europe with a proposal for four new battle groups in key countries, Slovakia, Hungary, Bulgaria and Romania. Secretary-General Jen Stolenberg. I expect leaders will agree to strengthen NATO's posture in all domains, with major increases to our forces in the eastern part of the alliance, on land, in the air and at sea. Wednesday saw more wrangling in the Commons over the ongoing P&O ferry sacking row. 800 staff were abruptly terminated and Boris was annoyed. We condemn the callous behaviour of P&O 
and I, I think that it is no way to treat hard-working uh, employees. And I can tell him that we will not sit by, uh, Mr Speaker, because it looks to me as though the company concerned has broken the law. And while it might have looked that way to Boris, he was wrong. The Department of Transport under Chris Grayling changed that law and P&O say workers are being fairly compensated. Labour leader Keir Starmer had spoken to some of the workers and he says they won't be impressed by the government's response. This morning, one of them said to me, if P&O can get away with this, other companies will get rid of us too and replace us with cheap labour from abroad. Why does the Prime Minister think that they will take a crumb of comfort from his half-assed bluster and waffle today? Still to come on the Smart 7, Olivia Rodrigo's been down the boozer and a tiny lobster wants to sing you a song right after this. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. The World Cup 2022 playoffs start tonight with Wales taking on Austria. Scotland's game against Ukraine has been postponed. There are also international friendlies across the weekend with England in action on Saturday against Switzerland. It's all part of the run into what promises to be a controversial World Cup in Qatar. The England team were briefed this week on some of the issues, including human rights abuses of women, migrant workers and the LGBTQ community. Captain Harry Kane thinks it's good to shine a light on them. First of all, as, as players, we didn't choose where this World Cup was going to be. Um, but what it has done is it's shone a light on important issues that might not have been come to light if the World Cup was in there. We have to try and help as much as possible to understand uh, the issues and the situations. Olivia Rodrigo has been cleaning up this awards season. Her latest stack of trophies comes courtesy of iHeartRadio, where she picked up three awards, including Best Female Artist. She also had time to visit James Corden's Late Late Show, and it turns out she spent some time in London partying after the Brit Awards. In fact, she's been down the London pub. I actually did get to go to a pub, and it was so crazy. And they asked for my ID as I was going in, and I was like, oh my God, I can show them my real ID. This is amazing. My friend who was with me was like rifling through all of her fake IDs to like try to find her real one to show the bouncer. How did it feel to try alcohol for the first time? Yeah, first time. <laughs> normal People's Daisy Edgar Jones is back in a new movie about, well, a non-normal person. She plays Kyra, who grows up alone in a North Carolina marsh. It sounds odd, but it turns into a tense murder mystery. It's called Where the Crawdads Sing, and it's from the best-selling book by Delia Owens. It's got Reese Witherspoon as a producer, and the soundtrack features Taylor Swift, so it's got plenty of star power, and it hits cinemas in July. Being isolated was one thing. Being hunted, quite another. You didn't see me here. A marsh girl. She killed him. I know you have a world of reasons to hate these people. No, I never hated them. They hated me. They harassed me. Oh, they never did see me here. You want me to pick for my life? I won't. They're not deciding anything about me. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written for 
published by Daft Doris.